When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. and welcome to the horror show show it dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean and this is the solo sean show three part three d it's in three d three 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 d <laughs> welcome everyone uh so there was some, uh, you know, how life works, man. Shit comes up. Um, so Joe is not able to make it tonight, which is fine. It's f- fine. Um, so it's just me at it again, doing the solo Sean show, uh, which, you know what that means? Um, I'm too lazy to come up with anything to do. So I just ask you guys to send me in questions, which I then answer in as like a kind of entertaining fashion. So, um, so I have a ton of questions to get to, but first I just wanted to, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, downloading the last, uh, serial killer episodes. They were, yeah, we had our best month ever. Um, really super excited about that. Um, you guys were amazing. The feedback was great for those episodes. Um, so I'm just really happy you guys all really liked it. And I'm so glad uh, no one threatened to kill us for making fun of Freddy Krueger and their favorite series. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, who's ready for <laughs> some awkward conversation with me by myself? Joe is kind of like <laughs> – I'm drinking a coffee right now, so I'm a little bit peppier than usual. Um, Joe's kind of like my confidence booster, like – <laughs> when I record these by myself, I'm so wishy-washy. I need Joe to sit around and be like, listen, listen, man, you're fucking off the wall right now. Um, 
He's my anchor, so I miss him. Um, but let's get into the show. Um, and next week we will be back. Uh, we're, we've got Shrooms and Clown coming up. We've already watched them. We just have to record the episodes, which we will this week. Oh, Patreon uh, f- people. <laughs> 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I think it's going to be 10. Let's shoot for 10. If if anything, it's going to be a little later. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Google Hangout for all the Patreon fans. Um, so be there. Be square. Um, I'll post the links on the Patreon page. Um, and it'll be fun. Now, I think there's like a limit of 13 and we have way more Patreon, patrons, patrons uh, than that. So I don't know how we're going to work it. I guess it's just going to be first come, first serve. If there's a lot of people, um, I'll do two waves. Usually we don't even see enough because um, there's usually a handful that watch and a handful that participate. And there will be links for both. If you want to participate using your webcam, um, there's a link for that. If you want to just watch us act stupid. You can also do that. Um, so that's an option. But that's only available to Patreon users, and that is Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's check that out. Um, can we get into the show now? I'm asking nobody. I'm sitting here by myself. All right. Uh, well, first, I want to say super huge thanks to um, T, who works at NPR for messaging us. She sent us, I posted on our social media, she sent us like the nicest email I've ever received in my life. Honestly, like the most genuinely awesome email. I sent it to Joe and it's like emails like that where we're just like, fuck, that is incredible. Like of all the things we do, of all the messages we get, it's stuff like that that we're just like, damn it. Like this is awesome. Like we really enjoy doing this. Um, And she just sent us a really nice email um, just saying – how nice we were and basically um, how, how we have a diverse audience and we might not realize it um, and why why she thinks we have a diverse audience, which is we're, we're welcoming to everyone, basically. Um, so it's a super nice email. Um, so, T, I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for the email. It was really nice. Um, and I appreciate it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, now, on to... The questions. So uh, Isaac C, we're going to start here. Um, Isaac C says, I wanted to know your opinion on the more controversial horror film, like a Serbian film. Do you think there's a limit or is art open to any and all taboos? And what's your favorite taboo films? Um, I'm going to lump this together uh, with Alex L, who also sent in a question. Um <sighs> Gotta turn that shit off, man. What what the fuck am I doing here? It's probably another question, by the way. Um, Alex L. Um, he also sent in a very similar question. Actually, it's eerily similar. Um, he says, "Are there any movies that have a reputation that's so fucked up that you don't want to watch them, or movies that you watched once and they messed you up so bad they never that you never want to watch them again?" So definitely lumping those in. Um, <sighs> controversial films. All right. So Serbian film I have seen. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Like, <sighs> it's totally fucked up. Like, I, I'm not going to say, like, I, I don't want this to come off fucking <laughs> crazy. That movie is 
it's stupid. It's stupid. But the problem I have with it is it's so over the top that I wasn't even like, oh my God, what am I watching? Well, because first of all, it's a, it's a fucking movie. It's a fake movie. Second, it, it just, it was just, again, it was so over the top. It was, it honestly took me out of it. Like there's some real fucked up stuff in that movie. And, um, I mean, if you've seen it or know about it, you, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm not going to discuss it on, on the air. Um, I do think it's like appalling, but at the same time, I was just kind of like, this is fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> this is so unnecessary and dumb. Like it actually kind of takes you out of it and you're just kind of like, like, what the fuck is this? Um, fun fact, there used to be a video of Joe on the internet, uh, doing a reaction to a Serbian film and Joe, like his facial expression never changes. He's just kind of like half smiling and people were really pissed. <laughs> people were really, really mad at him for that. Like random people on YouTube were very, very angry about his, his lack of expression during a Serbian film. So, um, I don't know. Um, I do think there's a limit. There's def- There definitely is a limit. Like, so Megan is missing. Um, to answer kind of both of these uh, is the line <laughs> for me. I don't want to fucking see that. 13 and 14 year old. Listen, I understand why it's made. Like, I get it. Like, I'm totally cool with it. And I'm totally cool if you like it and stuff. It's just not for me. That's a line that like, I'm just like, I just don't want to see it. It's not enjoyable to me at that point. And it's like 13 to 14 year old girls. It's more like true crime. It's, it's beyond fucked. It's, it's crazy. Like Megan is missing blew my hair back and I did not finish it and nor will I. Uh, So Alex, there's the one I'll never watch again. And uh, it did kind of mess me up. I was not, it, it was disturbing. Um, But in terms of art, like that's, I, I'm really into, um, if you follow what I like, I like really stupid shit, like over the top avant-garde stuff. Like I just, the more subversive, the better for me. Um, but you know, you push that line where it's just like, you're just doing it for shock value and not, which some people would argue. I like whatever, man. I don't know. <laughs> what an answer. What a fucking answer to the question. <laughs> um, I'm just open to art. I'm open to ideas, but you got to do it the right way, man. Don't, 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 especially the kids stuff. Like, you know what? Leave the kids fucking out of it. Like, there's no point in that. And plus there's ways to do it without, you know, like showing it or or like doing weird shit like that. Like you can, you can do it a little classier than uh, what we've seen. Um, Alex L. Oh, wait, (laughs) I've already done that. Uh, inconspicuous great name if you could see a horror movie remake of your choice that does not exist what would it be and who would you like to see direct it directors that have passed away are applicable in this scenario that is a great question um hmm so ah, fuck that's tough so i would do um, again, like something weird and like, ugh, like, like it's alive. All right. All right. So let's take it's alive. Uh, one of the all time greatest horror films ever made, uh, mutant babies. Uh, let's take it's alive. And I would have like, oh shit. Who would I have directed? Um, I've got an idea. Wait a minute. I would have Sam Raimi direct it or 
or or or uh oh fuck who's the guy that did uh brain damage peter jackson peter jackson doing like old school peter jackson uh or sam raimi remaking it's alive because you know what you could redo that like can't be remember when everyone like started remaking like 70s tv shows and they were like a little bit meta that's what i i don't even want it to be meta though but they just understand that there's some humor in a mutant baby, like, terrorizing people. That's what you need. You just need that. And a shitload more gore. Like, tons of gore. Like, blood everywhere. It's a live remake. Sam Raimi or Peter Jackson. Book it. Now. Oh, God. That would be so awesome. Fuck. Somebody should pay me to do this shit. Um, Sethicus. Off of Instagram. So I heard they were going to reboot Friday the 13th franchise for a second time, but it was canceled at the last minute. Any idea or information why it was called off? Um, you're asking the wrong person. I, <laughs> I will never pretend to, to be like totally with it with horror news. Like I, I've got a working knowledge of it. Um, but you know what? I don't pretend to do that. Um, leave that to people that actually do it. And there's so many phonies that, you know, pretend like, oh, let's, let's talk about horror news. No, 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 no. Don't, don't even bother. Don't even bother. Cut the shit. Like, <laughs> you're not breaking anything. You're just reading stuff you read somewhere else. Um, so my understanding, though, is, well, this isn't my understanding. I read um, some of the issue was some other recent horror movies that had come out that didn't do so well. So they kind of like shit can Friday the 13th. However, um, and I don't think this is the one that they were making that was canceled, but I had heard rumors that they were doing a found footage Friday the 13th. And as a found footage mark, I want to see that shit so fucking bad. God damn it. Dude, fuck. It's found footage was made for Jason. It just was Jason fucking walking around, walking after you. You got the handy cam. Yeah, I, I can't even I can't even express to you how much I want to see that movie. That would be so goddamn awesome. God damn it. <laughs> uh New York Horror Society off of Instagram. Uh favorite horror scores and official soundtracks. So soundtrack See, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot with these questions because they're really hard to to remember. It's so hard. It's so hard to remember all of them. So soundtrack, though, I fucking loved, loved Tales from the Hood soundtrack. Uh, Wu-Tang, ODB, I think Scarface was on there. Um, Grave Diggers were definitely on there. It was such a dope album. Uh, I loved it so much. Um, in terms of score, yeah, it's so hard. Like. So, like, I love Suspiria. I love the Goblin music. Goblin music, dude, Goblin music is the most terrifying music of all time. Everyone could go fuck themselves. Uh, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why I had to resort to telling everyone to go fuck themselves. But seriously, uh, it's so, so good. It's such an amazing score. Of course, Halloween is good. And if you want to go modern... um, I can't remember if I like the It Follows score... But I did love the guests score. That was incredible. I know they're similar. They might be the same guy. Those two scores, though, um, were really good if you want to look at modern. But 
dude, give me, give me like City of the Living Dead song, um, or Goblin and Suspiria, all those Italian, that Italian music. Oh, even Cannibal Holocaust. I love that song too. They're, they're, I think they just, I think they're incredible. And the Halloween song. Did I say that? <laughs> Tubular Bells from The Exorcist is awesome. Fun fact. Tubular Bells, uh, Richard Branson, who owns Virgin America. I don't know why I'm telling this story. Richard Branson that owns Virgin America, when he uh, decided to become the wealthiest man in the world, he uh, the first thing he did was he, the very like first business he did was uh, he decided to sell records. So uh, he makes this distribution thing. And the first fucking album he releases is Tubular Bells. And he knew the guy that recorded it. I can't think of his name. It's like Gary something, I think. Um, I don't know. Mike Oldfield, maybe? I think it's Mike Oldfield. Um, but anyway, uh, Richard Branson knows this dude. They make Tubular Bells. They put it out. And it's a number one record in the UK, which is crazy. Like, we think about that. Like, could you imagine that song being on the fucking, like, radio? Like, the top 100? Uh, but it was, uh, and it was a huge fucking song. And the guy that wrote it, I think it's this Mike Oldfield, he didn't like touring, um, and he didn't want to come to America. So they were like, well, let's try it. They wanted to obviously get it exposure in America. So they pitched it for movies, and The Exorcist was the one it went on. And, of course, the rest is history. And that was, like, <laughs> Richard Branson's first, like, business deal. So pretty cool story, <laughs> I guess. What am I doing? What am I doing with my life, guys? Um, Korda Jap. Korda Jap. Uh, he says, what did you think of Get Out? Also, what horror movies projected for release in 2017 are you looking forward to in particular? Um, I did not see Get Out yet. I'm going to. I'm waiting uh, for my wife to not be sick, which is taking forever. Um... Which ones am I looking forward to? I don't know, man. Like, so Get Out was one of them. Um, it, I think it's coming out this year. I think there's a Suspiria remake coming out. Um, which, like, you know, I love the first Suspiria, but like, let's just give it a shot. You know, I, I'm I'm open to seeing them. Saw Legacy, uh, I think, is coming out. Um, oh, is it? And Stephen King's got another movie too. I think he's doing The Dark Tower. Maybe is that true? I don't know. Um, but those are probably my m biggest ones. Maybe the Alien movie that looks pretty good. But um, I don't know. I haven't seen besides like Get Out um, and Split, which I still haven't seen. Those are like the t those are like the big ones that I really really wanted to see. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I can't really. I don't really know of anything else. So. I don't I don't know if a lot's been even like divulged. Oh, the void. The void. I want to see the void too. Check that out. Check out the trailer. Um actually we might be seeing the uh premiere, uh the East Coast premiere of that if everything works out. Uh Fam Fit Food on Instagram. Guys, check this guy out, dude. This guy's got like a family and he runs this fitness site, uh this fitness Instagram. This dude fucking works out constantly. He he makes sure we feel like trash because <laughs> we are lazy. We are lazy. Me, I'm a lazy fuck, man. 
I, I make excuses. I'm tired. And I have a family. And this guy's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I do all that and I fucking kill it. Um, he says, hey, guys, I love the show. Any chance you will be doing a show on the Romero's Dead series or Argento's Three Mother trilogy in the near future? No. <laughs> um, so that's that's an honest answer. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, I don't know how to say it. Uh, so. Definitely not Ar- Argento. Like, I mean, I guess we could. Uh, I, we could try and do it. Um, I have a pro. When these movies are good, like, they're really hard to riff on. Um, as you can tell by our Deep Red episode, it was so fucking bad. Um, I don't know. I Sometimes those good ones, you can talk a lot about them, and sometimes you can't. I think we might be able to do it for Argento, but... I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that for like, I kind of like feel like leaving that for the snobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many podcasts out there and they all do, you know, the classics, which is fine. You, somebody's got to do them. Uh, I just don't, it's just not our wheelhouse. Like, and, and some people think we only do bad movies. Um, and I don't think that's true uh, because we like them. And I think a lot of people like them. Um, I, we just do, I just like doing off the beaten path ones. That's why you'll see us like some of those early episodes before we got into the Patreon picks. You'll see we did the sequels before we did the originals because I just like covering stuff that people haven't heard and it doesn't help us like gain popularity by any means. Like (laughs) it's actually a pretty stupid plan because when we do really popular films, uh, we obviously gain more exposure because people, people (laughs) like movies they know. Uh, but um, to me, it just – it makes more sense to kind of – it's more original and um, I have more to say on these these off, off-brand films, if you will. Um, so like those – like the Mother Trilogy, um, I just don't think we have anything to add to that. The Romero Dead series I would probably do though because as – great as they are and i do love them they are they're they're pretty fucking goofy um they're they're there's some goofy moments in all of them that you're just like what the fuck is this um so yeah i think we will get to some of those i think there's a bunch of patreon picks that like we're like finally held our feet to the fire on that one i know we're doing return of the living dead i know that's not romero but we're doing return of the living dead coming up um I'm super fucking excited about that. Um, so I think I think you'll see us do it. Um, I think you'll definitely see us do some Romero stuff. Uh, that that one's a little better. Argento, it, it can it can get iffy. Thank you, uh, Freddie Y. By the way, guys, <laughs> this episode I got to get up in like two hours, <laughs> so I don't know if I'm even gonna fucking edit this shit out. So I'm really sorry. I'm <laughs> fucking sorry. We had such huge, oh my God, we had such a good month last month and people are going to hear this and be like, fuck this show. But please don't, please tune in next week for uh, shrooms. That'll be good. Um, Freddie Y. He says, imagine that, that every horror film, excuse me. He says, uh, imagine that every horror film exists in our real world. Every single one. 
Up until this moment, you and your family, and Joe and his family, have been unaware and unaffected by the droves of zombies, aliens, serial killers, and monsters. Which horror film do you immediately watch to re-familiarize yourself with the do's and don'ts now that you realize the world is crumbling around you? I don't know if there is one. Uh, Maybe Dawn of the Dead? Like, honestly, even the remake. I don't know. I feel like they were the most practical. Um... But I don't know. I don't think you do anything. I think you'd shoot yourself. <laughs> I don't want to live in that world. All of them exist. No. You know what? That's the answer. I'd fucking blow my brains out. <laughs> uh, he has a second question. The Four Horsemen, which is – this is a pro wrestling one, guys. So cover your ears, non-wrestling fans. The Four Horsemen are running rough shot – all over bloody, disgusting locker room. As the commissioner, you decide that the only way to end the chaos is to form another heel stable to take them on. What foursome of horror icons do you assemble? So first, fucking first, Ash from Evil Dead. I mean, don't be stupid. Don't be goddamn stupid. Ash, number one. Number two... Uh, I'm going to go with, um, oh, they got to be heels though. Um, I mean, first of all, Ash could fucking kill all those guys anyway. (laughs) Uh, I go Ash, Wolfman, definitely Wolfman, the agility, the strength, undeniable. Um, agility, uh, he's just, that's a phenomenal pick. Ash, Wolfman, um, let me throw in a slasher in there. Uh, I think you go Jason, man. I've I've a ton more respect for Jason these days after watching the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Dude just fucked people up so bad. And then uh, the fourth member, mm, you need a care. Oh, Ash is the charisma. So you got charisma, you got athleticism, you got the big man. What else do you need? I'll take him on with a threesome. Done. Put it to bed. Uh, Jacob DeGrouch, who is uh, from uh, At Test Pattern Show podcast, he asks a uh, more of a podcasting question, which we do get a lot of those. Um, he says, do you listen to your show after you publish them? That might be the most challenging thing about podcasting. It's not about ego. It's a learning experience. If you don't listen, what stops you? If you do, do you experience the crippling self-criticism? Also, if you'd rather just have a horror question, what is the first horror flick book TV show you remember seeing as a kid that scared you enough that you remember it? Oh, that's good. Um, so first things first, I, I like rarely listen to the show. Honestly, even when I edit – this kind of, I don't know if it's boring or not. So, um, when I edit, uh, it depends how soon after we've recorded the show. Like tonight I'll be able to throw this on and I'll know exactly where my fuck ups were for the most part. Uh, the main ones, I'll be able to pick those out. Boom. Cut them right out. Not even listen to the episode and publish it. Like I don't, I don't need to listen to it. Um, if it's been a while, like sometimes like we record two episodes usually, uh, in a row and then, I try to bang them out so I have like a nice week off. Uh, But if I don't and it's a week goes by, I have to listen to it from beginning to end. But even then I can, I I, kind of tune it out. Like I'll play video games or do something else. 
And uh, my brain will is like just wired to pick up on something I should edit, like whether it's um, just something inappropriate we said or just noises or weird stuff like that. Um, so I I barely barely listen to it. Occasionally, people will like be like, "Oh my god, this part is so funny in this episode," and I I have no idea what they're talking about. Actually, honestly, it's like ninety five percent of the time I have no idea what you guys are talking about when you're like, "Oh, like when you quote me, I, I, I'll text Joe and be like." Was that you that said that or me? Like, I have no fucking idea. Um, I mean, we still appreciate it, obviously. But I'll go back and listen to it and be like, oh, my God, I don't even remember saying this. Um, so, yeah, um, it, it is a learning experience, I guess, like to, to, to hear yourself. Like, you can make yourself better by listening to yourself. Um, but. I'm a creature of habit. I don't think I'm ever going to change some of the annoying things I do, like saying, um, a lot. And I don't mean to, uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but that that's like a, that's a way of that people show that they're, they're thinking like you guys can't see me here. Like with my eyes rolling in the back of my head, trying to think of words. So, um, people will often replace that with, um, to, to show that they're, uh, it's like, it's like a, uh, social cue. That I, I'm saying um because it shows that I'm giving thought to the uh, idea. So it's not just sitting here in silence. Uh, <laughs> that was on purpose, guys. Relax. Um, if you don't listen, uh, if what stops me, a laziness. I, I, don't, I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> uh, horror question. What is the first show you remember seeing as a kid that's scared? Uh, it would definitely be a book um, and it would definitely be scary stories to tell in the dark. I don't, I couldn't tell you an exact story. Um, and none of them like terrified me like, Oh shit, I can't sleep. But they were, they were, they made me feel so uneasy. And those drawings made me feel almost queasy. Like, like it was some of the, some of that stuff was like really disturbing for a little kid. Uh, but they captured my imagination so much. Um, and they, they, they did, they scared me. Like I was scared of them, but like, it was a different kind of scared. It was like that, like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> like it just makes you think twice every night, you know? So, um, definitely that I, I would hands down put it as that. Um, also like the first movie that scared me was like gremlins because poor little gizmo fucking dude. Gizmo is forced to give birth he did not want that he didn't ask for that that was terrible that was troubling <sighs> gizmo ryan s he has like uh four questions here is you know quadruple dipping here that's fine man do whatever you want um ryan s any new merch yes hats they're coming i promise i'm working on them uh and probably new t-shirts uh the old way not Listen, guys, I'm going to be frank with you here. T Public. <laughs> I got to be careful what I say here. I don't mind T Public. I think T Public does a great service. I'm very happy that they allow us to use them. I personally just, I, it drives me nuts that somebody else is handling what I do uh, and my, my stuff. I want to see them. I want to ship them. I want to make sure they get shipped in a timely manner. I want to make sure the quality is good. And I love screen printing uh, more than direct to garment. 
that said, we don't have uh, the cash flow to like just be able to be like print shirts on demand like all the time. So what we th- – that's why the T Public is good because I love you guys more than anything for this show. Like seriously, like you guys are what keep the show alive. And if you guys want a fucking shirt anytime you want it, T Public is the way you can get it. You know what I mean? Like – Otherwise, you'd be waiting forever for me to get my shit together and, and do another T-shirt um, design. So I, I think I'm going to do another uh, screen printed one, limited edition, kind of like a uh, small run, small batch run that you can pre-order um, and then have some extras that people can order. I think that'll be happening soon, but we'll see. Um, but T Public is good for that. Like, you know, what? I, I want to support them. I'm going to grab a shirt. Because the quality is good. The direct-to-garment, I really liked it. I, I got one uh, of the black ones, and I think it came out actually a lot better than a lot of the direct-to-garment sites, like way better than Redbubble or anything like that. So um, I really uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I think the quality is really good. So, But that said, I, I just prefer to handle it. I want to touch the shirts. I want to bag them. I want to write you guys a note. I want to thank you for ordering it. That That is all really important to me. So... Um, I have a feeling as time goes on, uh, you'll see more of that from us. So just stay tuned for that. Um, and we have new stickers that are fucking incredible. They'll be here um, this week. So uh, yeah, leave us a review. Um, favorite Sinbad movie? Uh, House Guest, for sure. House Guest. And his stand-up is the best. His stand-up's the fucking bomb. Uh, favorite 50s era horror. I should have looked this up. Uh, <laughs> let me take a look. The 50s. So I love Eyes Without a Face, but I think that's in the 60s. That might, that might be 69. That might be late. Um, 50s horror. I, I, I don't like House on Haunted Hill. I love, oh my God, I fucking love The Tingler. Love it so much. The Blob is awesome. Ah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I did not realize all of these were in the 50s. That's fucking crazy. Um, so crazy. Oh, dude, Bride of the Monster. Like, come on. Come on. Ooh, Bad Seed. You know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going with it. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, my favorite 50s movie. That's the fucking answer that everyone should say. Actually, you know what? That's too good. I I really do love The Tingler. (laughs) It's such a stupid fucking movie. Um, It's it's incredible. Um, That's it. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, KCC, who wrote this while on a a fucking roller coaster, uh, if you could build your own horror theme park, who would be the icon and what would be your main attraction? What movie would you create a horror board game about? So those are two different questions. Um, so build your own horror theme park. What would the eye? That's tough. Cause you'd want it to be like pretty expansive and interactive. Um, oh man, that would be fucking hard. Um, Honestly, it would probably be like a newer franchise, like a Saw or like Paranormal Activity where you can base it around like like a Saw would be like a giant escape room, but like really in-depth into it and you die. <laughs> or Paranormal Activity would be probably be like 
like the most it would be fucking terrifying like if you had to wear like a headset or some shit and and you're like just walking around a dark room just seeing weird shit pop by like that would be the fucking worst i would literally cry myself to death but i think that's like i don't know what else you would do like if you do like fucking jason it would have to be like the jason roller coaster like the hulk roller coaster like why is it the hulk roller coaster just a fucking roller coaster (laughs) with the fucking hulk face stamped on it uh what movie would you create a horror board game about hmm (laughs) that is tricky i don't know like honestly any of them would be cool like as you just follow the story you know there's that mixtape madness game uh if you haven't seen that check it out that that's probably the most ideal where it's that i think that's the ideal just check that game out that's that's the horror game you would want made for sure um mike d from tennessee because you're the only tennessee question for your show uh how do i request for you to review a movie does it involve your patreon page it does patreon.com slash i hate horror when you join patreon uh you donate to Patreon, you get to pick a movie, you're added to the Patreon picks. We have about like half a year left. We have about six months of movies to do. Um, so, uh, but they're they're all pretty good picks. So don't don't worry, guys. Um, and he says I would still love for you to do Chud, which does not hold up. Warlock, Spellbinder, and hopefully a serial killer series with the Friday the Thirteenth movie. I think all of those are possible for sure. Absolutely for sure. Um, and then he says, did you ever watch a Friday the 13th television series? What are your thoughts on it? And did you enjoy it? Um, so as a kid, I fucking hated that show because fucking Jason's not in it. Um, and TV's come so far. Like, okay. So at, on one hand, I want to give it props because like I was a stupid kid and I hated it. Um, it might've been good. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but I hated it cause Jason wasn't it. But now, like, there was probably a period where I would have given it some benefit of the doubt. But now TV's, like, so good that you could probably make a Freddy uh, or uh, Friday the 13th series with Jason in it all the time. So, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Mike, thank you so much for the email. Uh, Katie Beth says, what is your favorite episode of the horror show so far? Um, I actually had one picked out. I thought it was our best. I don't know. Uh, honestly, um, some of the serial killer episodes we just did, one of them was just phenomenal. I can't, I can't remember which one it was now, but, um, like part two or three, I think I just really, really enjoyed it. We had such a good flow and it just worked out really well. Um, so that would, that would probably be my answer. Um, I don't know. Anything that just makes me laugh. Uh, Brandon Smale is our last one. Oh, fuck. I said his name. Brandon S. Uh, he says, uh, are you going to bring back boot or reboot? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Uh, we, we got some Patreon picks, uh, for it. Um, we could definitely do a boot or reboot soon. I think there's some that are coming up that we could definitely do one for. Um, I always thought that was a good idea. Um, so Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it, Brandon. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. 
How many times can I say we'll do it? Um, so that's it for the fucking viewer. Why did I just swear there? That is so unnecessary. That's it for the uh, listener submissions. Guys, thank you so much for submitting your questions. Um, I'm really sorry we didn't have a full episode for you tonight. I'm super sorry. Um, I th- Next week, we will be back to full strength. So please join us again. We really appreciate it. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything else I got to do? I think that's it, man. That is it. So, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. If you do, shoot me an email. Sean at I Hate Horror Show. No, Sean at I Hate Horror.com. Send me an email and I'll send you some stickers. We have some amazing new stickers. Uh, they're die cut with uh, the cartoon that we had made. And we also had our new Jawbreaker logo on those. So, those are really cool. Um, Patreon.com, if you can support monetarily, patreon.com slash I hate horror. And I think it's store.ihatehorror.com. Somebody told me the link wasn't working though. Um, let me just double check it. Store.ihatehorror.com. Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, we got shirts over there. Um, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Uh, I hate horror.com. I'm on Twitter at I hate horror show. Uh, Instagram and Snapchat at I hate horror. Uh, Joe on Twitter is at Joe V four two one. He's on <laughs> fucking guys got three different ones. Uh, Instagram at Boognish nineteen eighty five and Snapchat at Horror Show Joe. I fucking nailed it. Thank you. Uh, Check him out. Check me out. Um, and as always, thanks uh, to Harley Poe for allowing us to use Gorehound off the al- album Pagan Holiday. We really appreciate it. He's got a new album out now. So uh, check that out. And with that, man, that is a wrap. Uh, next week, Shrooms, the week after Clown. We've got some awesome stuff. Patreon fans, uh, we got our Google Hangout next week. And boom, forgot. A, uh, we're doing a live tweet the week after. So I'll post the information. Make sure you guys all join us on that, on the Twitter, on the Twitter. That's it, guys. Thank you all so much. I love you guys. You guys have been awesome with interacting with us. Uh, we, we, we really, 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 really love it. Love it, love it, love it. So that's it, man. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adiós. Adiós.